Thank you, Ginny. Because of you, I never walk alone. We, are, we have a great God who walks with us as uh, Dean led us in this and talks to us and encourages us in every way and every day and every minute and every second. What a great God we have. So what did we speak about last week? Or with God. And you know we had no sleepers. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Fear of Adel, come on. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not this kind. But anyway, let's continue what we started last week. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 5. Book of Genesis chapter 5. And before I read this, I want to tell you about Bill Murray. Uh, he visited um, our brother Nick, and he said, I'm not going to wake anyone, uh, anyone up. I'm not going to wake Adol. I'm not going to wake uh, Mike. You have a lot to do, but I am going to go. He woke up and went, and uh, he sent us pictures, and he enjoyed he enjoyed being there, and we enjoy Nick to see Nick amongst us today. I thought he is going to stay in bed for two weeks. I was praying for Nick this morning. I said, Lord, it will be a miracle to see Nick walk into the church. I know this man, but it's far from seeing him walking on his knees. He had a knee surgery. And when I looked, I said, is that you? He said, yes, I would love to be in the church of God. And thankful I can come to church with Karen and his wife. Thank God for them and thank God for their support. Last week, we spoke about walking with God. And we covered a few points about walking with God. And how we need an appointment to walk with God. We need to have an agreement. We need to be on the same page. And we need to listen to what he says. Just to put you back into that same spirit this Sunday. Genesis chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. And Enoch... And Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. Then Enoch walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah. And he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God. And he was not. For God took him. May I ask you to turn with me to Hebrews again. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 5. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5. 
By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God took him up. For he obtained the witness. Please listen. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. He was pleasing to God. And we said last week what it means walking with God. It means that you go in his direction. And then we covered another point that he, walking with him, he's the best road companion. Remember that? I'm reminding you. The best companion you can ever have is walking with God. And when uh, we spoke about that, uh, we said what, what it takes, it takes commitment to have God accompany you all the way. It takes consistency. You cannot walk with God one week and the other week you walk with someone else. Uh, he's a jealous God. He would like to keep you committed to him because he is committed to us. And in order to continue the, this beautiful journey on walking with God, what it means, another point for you. It means that God's way, walking with him, God's way is the best way. Or if you, if you put it here, God's way is a clear way. And it's a safe way. That's why it's the best. James the Apostle experienced walking with God. He was one of the early Christians. And he says in James 1.17 the following. Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above, from God. Coming down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. That's why God's way is the best way. Any other person you walk with, and I'm not talking about the Christians, and hopefully we are not, there are shifting ways in this world. People change on you. Even sometimes the best friends leave you and drop you and you get broken hearted and you get sad. But there is no friend like Jesus. He never leaves you nor forsake you. We talk, we, we, men, we mentioned that. And in Genesis chapter 5, what we read here, we should be convinced, please listen to this, that Enoch, when he started walking with God, he was convinced this was the best way of life. You have to be convinced walking with God is the best way of life. 
There is no better way outside God. There is no life exactly outside the life with Jesus. Don't seek it elsewhere. Young people who are coming into this world now and you have hopes and dreams. Please do not seek a good way outside the Lord Jesus Christ. You will be broken hearted. You will be disappointed. You will have let downs. You will be sad. And this is why you hear about so many people sad and so many people commit suicide. Because they cannot find any meaning in this life. The only meaning in life is to have Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your God. And walk with him consistently every day. Is that clear? And just a glimpse at those personalities. You know, he was the seventh generation Enoch. Just a glimpse at those people, his forefathers that came before him. And you read that so and so lived and then he died. So and so lived and then he died. So and so lived and then he died. And when we come to, uh, to the life of Enoch, and so Mr. Enoch lived, and he wasn't found, because God took him. Walking with God has a happy ending. We're coming to that. Walking with God. These people were good people. Good forefathers, good grandparents. They had children, and perhaps they lived, they lived such an uneventful life. But in a, in a short sentence, walking with God means that we seek taking our way. We seize, excuse me, we seize taking our way in life, which means we have to abandon the world's way. And we have to follow the divine way. That's walking with God. And sometimes walking with God, let me, as we have experienced, is not the most comfortable according to our feelings, according to our experiences. And it's not the easiest way. Because we have to work in a direction in which others are not walking. This is the world walking. This is the Christian walking. You walk against the tide. You walk against the world. Walking with God takes efforts. It's easy if you're surrendered. But... It gets harder if you are not fully surrendered to the way of God. Do you think Enoch's days, let me, let me ask you this, were better than our days? You say, well, Enoch's days, it was at the very start of 
very start of civilization, and he didn't have what we have. He doesn't see what we saw. He didn't have the, all the enticement of this world, all the uh, tests that we go through as, as Christians to continue walking with God uh, day in and day out. Let me present to you something from the Bible and show you the days that he lived in. And then you will see that they were not better days than ours. Would you turn with me, if you will please, to Jude? To Jude? So, you know, Jude. Verse 14. And about these, about the men who lived during the days of Jude, Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam, he prophesied, he was a man of God, saying, Behold, the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds which they have done in an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against God. These are grumblers, finding fault, following after their own lusts. They speak arrogantly, flattering people for the sake of gaining an advantage. These were the people during the days of Enoch. It wasn't. Like he's, he's got it made. No. He had to live a godly life. And he had to live a separated life. And he lived it day in and day out. And for how many years? Over 300 years. If you ask Enoch, when you get to heaven, ask Enoch, Enoch, how did you last for 300 years walking with God? He would tell you, you know, you don't have to ask me how did I last. It was the best way of life. And I was talking to Alex this week. I said, Alex, I consider myself the most fortunate man on earth because I don't regret one single day since I started walking with God. I don't regret one single second. Walking with him. This is life itself. And this is the best life he can offer. Because Jesus when he came. And he repeated that. He said. I have come to give them life. And give it. How much? Forever. And walking with God also. Another point for you to think of. And I hope. You were listening last week and you made that appointment and you started a good walk with life, with God. Uh, and another one, progress is assured. Progress is assured. When Enoch walked with God, he made signs of noticeable problem, uh, progress. He was progressing every day. 
And he was moving every day because God was moving. And he never, he wasn't absent a single day. When God gave to walk with him, figure that one out. And he, they had an appointment to meet at his outside or in his, in his garden. He was there every day. And this is the secret of walking with God. You've got to be walking with him every day. You can say, I walked yesterday, today I can, I can do it my, on my own. You know, when we say that, we fall. The very first step, we fall down. But when we have God to sustain us, to support us, to walk with us on a, on a daily basis, we will not fail. And he will, even if we stumble a little bit, we have his arm around us. And his arm is everlasting. He started this exciting journey according to God's lifestyle, not according to his. When we start the journey, God has a lifestyle. He says, do you want, do you want to, to walk with me? Yes. Well, you have to do, you have to follow my lifestyle. What does it mean? That I have to leave every lifestyle I have. Before knowing and walking with God. You have to leave it behind. Those who are going to be baptized next Sunday. You have decided to follow Jesus and leave everything behind you. And as we sing, the world behind me and the cross is before me. And that's all it takes. This is the, I am not going to live according to my own lifestyle I had before. And what did it give you? What did you end up with the lifestyle that you have been doing in the world? Let me tell you one thing. According to my experience, according to the word of God, heart breaks. Disappointments. Sadness. And depression. And he started walking. And you know, you know, I want to and explain it. Uh, parents, parents who have little children. Parents take delight in the first step that their child takes, right? Right? And grandparents take more delight. Let me tell you one thing. More, more delight. Speaking for myself. At the first step, what happens? Another step follows. When you start this walk, another step follows. And what a joy at the beginning. And you know the Bible says, the angels in heaven rejoice when a person takes the first step in walking with God. And all the family, they call each other. So and so took her first step. And our son took his first step. And you know there's a joy in the whole family. And maybe in the whole church, if they are a member of the church. We know about that. And you know, and this is what happens in heaven. When we continue walking a step after step after step. And, uh, and what do we call this in the world today? Progress, right? There's a progress when you walk with God. And on the other hand, the other side of the coin. If 
This child doesn't take his first step. And it's two years, it's three years, it's four years. Then you have a problem, right? A problem with this child. We have to go seek the doctor, seek, seek the specialist. You don't know what, what's happening. I hope none of us is like that. But you've started the first step and you are continuing step after step and until you become a level of maturity and have the real walk with, with God. Some, some, I was talking to someone who says, Adel, Adel, I know what you're talking about. I am a work in progress. We say that about ourselves. That we are going forward. And the, fi- the first step is not the final step, folks. Please. It's not the final step. Walking with God means meaning a series of successive steps. It's a growing kind of experience, don't you? You're not today what you were last year. If you tell me, Adel, I'm the same as last year, I have a problem with that. But if you say, you know, looking back at last year, there were things I used to do last year I don't do now. There are things I used to say last year, I don't say them now. There are things I used to see last year, but guess what? My conscience cannot take them now. I am growing in grace and in the knowledge of my Savior. That's walking with God. It's a progress, daily progress. Walking with the world is a digression. So many people started with High morals, excellent ethics, a good life. But as they started walking with the world, slowly, slowly, they start missing steps and going down and down and down. It's a regretful life. It's a life of misery and deceit by Satan himself. There is no progress walking with the world. There's progress walking with Jesus Christ, with God. And when we walk, Dean mentioned that, we become intimate with him, don't you? When you develop friendship with someone, don't you become intimate? Say, well, I want to tell you something I never told anybody, you know. Can I tell you a secret? And you do that. And with Jesus, you keep your secrets. And you know, he keeps your secrets. So many times you, you think you are, you are talking to a friend and say, could you keep my secret? Of course, I will keep your secret. And that friend, suddenly you hear some, you hear something talking about what you told this friend. And this is, this is not God. God keeps your secret. I want to tell you, God, how, how joyful am, am I to be walking with you? And sir, there's another thing. I want to tell you that I'm failing in such and such. And you know, you have a God who's not there to critique you. Who's to take you by the hand and console you and comfort you and correct you. He said, we, know, we need to go to the garage, to my garage. And spend some time fixing things up. He never 
never leaves you. He never tells you, well, hey, yeah, you made, you, you chose to do this way and you, you've got, you've got, you've got to pay for it. No, he looks at you. He said, I know you failed. I paid for it. I paid for it. I'm here to tell you, it's taken care of. Just don't do it again. You can be intimate. You can confide into this friend. That's walking with God. And you're growing. And you see yourself, yes. You see yourself when you confess this sin and you tell him. And you wait for someone to know about yours. No one would know about yours. No one. Because our God is the God who knows it all and keeps it all in his heart. And helps you to recover nicely. And then you see yourself growing growing in grace. You see yourself having a great walk with God. And you look back and said, I will never go back to my way of life. I want to continue. And this is what happened to our dear friend. This is what happened to Enoch. He continued walking. And Enoch one day, one day, Looked at Jesus with his face, his face like this. You know, I don't know how to make this face, you know, help me out. Sad face, angry. So what happened? I had a fight with my wife. I had a problem with the kids. Did he experience this? It says he had kids coming. He had problems. Okay, come on, let's see what's, what's wrong, what's going on. And there, God says, all right, here's what you do when you go home. And when you go home, I'm going to work, work with your, with your wife and your kids through the Holy Spirit. He gets to them. You go home and things go back to normal because you are listening to what God is telling you. So you can apply these thoughts and these things and home will come back again to normal. Walking with God. He takes care of every phase of your life. He takes care of your work. He takes care of your peers. He takes care of those who do not like you and those who like you at work. You're not to fight them. You are to work hard and be the example he wants you to be. Walking with God at work, at home, at school, anywhere you go. And he said, I will take care of your business. You take care of mine, I will take care of you. And as you learn, you start learning to also abhor sin. Abhor sin. And you cannot take sin anymore. And you cannot even look at sin anymore. What is that? You say, something is happening to me. No, you are growing. You are becoming a true Christian, a true friend of God. Because what happens... He rubs on you and he changes you. And you have a larger capacity to enjoy God now. And you have, you look forward to come to be with the Christians. You look forward to come. We have a meeting. I'm there on Wednesday night. I am there. I want to be with the Christian. I want to be listening to to the word of God. You cannot have enough from this God that 
you are experiencing. And you start going from strength to strength and from knowledge to knowledge. And this is why the apostle, when Peter said, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. My last word to you. When you continue walking with God, there is no way you miss your destination. You will reach your destination. There is no way you can miss your destination. You reach it. And in other words, you never get lost. You never get lost. The Bible speaks of Enoch's destination. And the Bible says he was not. Where did he go? Did he go into the sea? Was he lost in the woods or in the forest? The Bible tells us he was not because God took him. Where do you think when God said, Enoch, we have closer to my home now one day and we have to go. Let's, may I get you to come with me? Where's God home? Could you help me out on this? Heaven. Heaven. He reached his destination. Why? He obtained witness, the Bible said in Hebrews, that he pleased God. In all these years that he walked with God, he was found pleasing in his eyesight. It's good to hear and have a smile on our faces. This is where I'm going to end my life with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, you are. But how would you like him smiling on you every day? And how would you like yourself at this very moment to put a smile on the face of the Lord Jesus Christ? How is your behavior? On a daily basis, how are you at home? When you speak at home, when you address your wife, when you address your husband, when you address your boss, when you address your friends, would you put a smile on his face? Think of that. And Enoch in everything he did. We heard. God was pleased with him. God was saying. Good Enoch. You have placed a smile on my face. And why did he do that? What do you think is the reason? For his. Pleasing God. When we're. One word, I'll leave you with it. Obedience. Walking with God means obedience. Period. Someone said, obedience is the fruit of faith. Are you obeying God? Are you following his precepts. If you love me, he says in the word, in the, in the Bible, you keep my commandment. What's keeping a commandment? 
obedience, obeying your commandment, obeying it. God provides us with a wonderful directions. And Mike, Mike calls it, what is it? Instruction manual, right? God provides us with this manual. We have every answer to our questions. It can lead us every day. And this is why he put a smile on God's face because he followed the instructions, he followed the commandments. I, I, sir, he was obedient. The word of God is filled with directions for us and he was obedient day and night to every word God taught him and every word in the book of God. One of the most important verses that affected me and affects me and I consider it with regards to obedience in the Bible. I'll give it to you. You might, you will find many others. But one is when the disciples were chastised and they were asked that you cannot speak about the name of Jesus anymore. This is in Acts chapter 5. In verse 29, the disciples answered, and this is the verse I want to tell you about. We must obey God rather than men. We must obey God rather than men. Listen, my friends. Obedience is the secret for pleasing God. And God causes us slowly, slowly, as we walk in obedience, to reach our destination. Christian, if I may ask you, what is your destination today? Those who are here today, what's your destination? I tell you one thing, mine is heaven. What's yours? What's yours? Amen. And what was the destination of Enoch? Heaven. All others died. But it seems Enoch was so obedient to God. 365 years he walked with God and he died. No. Did he die? No. He reached his destination there. And you will reach this, your destination. What a pilgrimage that ends with ultimate fellowship with in heaven with God. It didn't end. It started here and it will never end. It's eternal life with God himself. And what a beautiful, it's a win-win situation. If you give your life to God, to Jesus Christ, you will live this life a happier person. And when the end comes, whether we go through death or whether he takes us like he took Enoch, it will never end. It will be a continuous life in his presence, a life of bliss and joy throughout eternity. Now, would you like walking with God? Isn't it better? Isn't it better to live my way of life and get his lifestyle? Aren't you tired of your lifestyle? I got tired myself. This is why I gave myself to Jesus Christ. And I am walking with him. Are you walking with him?
Are you tired of wandering through life without any purpose? You need to arrange an for an appointment. This appointment, you come to him and say, Lord Jesus, I'm tired. I'm a sinner. I need a change. I need you. And then the journey begins. And then the beautiful journey, the journey we call it without end. And the final home is heaven. That's walking with God. There are many things, many other things. I leave you, you you can go and study it at home. But remember, the best way of life is walking with God. Let's bow our heads for prayers. If you're looking for a way out today of this miserable life you're living, I offer you Jesus. He's the one who's waiting at the door of your heart. So let him in. Our Father, we thank you for allowing us these few moments to meditate on your word which is so rich. Our minds cannot even fathom your love and what you have for us in heaven. So if there's someone here who's really so bored from his or her life, there's a better life in you. We ask that they will come and take you as their Savior. And for us Christians, help us, Lord, to continue nonstop this walk. To be day in and day out obedient to your Holy Spirit so we can do your will and be an example for others. Take our hearts, take our lives and help us to be better Christians in this world in this wicked world. We pray all this in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior. Amen.